Okay. Here we... I was going to do Heath Ledger, but it didn't. I mean... Did you say sex or snaps? I said snaps. Oh, okay. You dirty, dirty girl. It's always in the gut, me mind. It is in the gut <laughs> all the time. How we do when I feel like it's been forever? I think it has been. <laughs> so I fucked up last week. I I said... I thought... No. I know <laughs> that again. I meant to air the episode on Wednesday, but I must have not hit saved. And uh, it aired the day that I uploaded. So it aired like on a Saturday. That's fine. That's fine. It's all I good. I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to take it down and put it back up again. That's stupid. Yeah. So, so here um, we are again, and we have more things to talk about. But before we do, mm-hmm. if you're new here, my name is Man, and this girl over here, this lovely woman, this beautiful oh, soul of a person is Joe. <laughs> and if you can't tell, I love her. Um, we are two wicked wa- Whoa. Wicked, wicked, waka, waka. Wicked, wicked, <laughs> waka, waka, waka. Oh wicked, awkward mouse holes who get together every Wednesday to talk about pop culture things like movies, books, TV, and music. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Wham617. Can I start this episode with something really gross? Oh, hell yeah. No, it's not gross in like the, the saucy way kind of gross. It's gross in like the disgusting way kind of gross. Well, I still want to hear and, about it. And I hate that I still have this up, but I needed to talk about this because I'm trying to make a point. So I came across a TikTok the other day, and it was this girl talking about pedophiles. Okay. And I guess she got called out. Um, shit, for for saying uh, there was a comment on her video, basically saying like we now refer to them as maps, not pedophiles. Maps. And she's like, no, no, disrespectfully, they are pedophiles because referring to them as maps just like softens. It makes it more culturally acceptable for them to be pedophiles. Yeah. What the so f- I'm going to stand with her and still use pedophiles. I'm going to get. Oh, well, yeah. I'm getting it for you right now. Because um, that's what they be. So this came. This whole thing came in light of um, when we were trying to figure out like the LGBTQ, mm. like how to refer to everybody. Mm. Right. All, all the pronouns and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I remember pedophiles being a thing. Minor attracted persons. Yeah. Oh, Fuck yes, I remember that. And now. and and it literally just makes it like more socially acceptable. No, by saying something like that. No, no. I was like, no, I pedophile, agree. Pedophile, I pedophile, agree. pedophile. Yeah. I will shout it from the rooftop. An acronym that stands have, for yeah. Have you ever looked at the um the list of where you live? It's like chicken pox. Yeah, well, thankfully, I live in a smaller town, so thankfully, the list is much shorter, but Mm -hmm. I always look at it. I'm pretty sure on this block alone, there's at least three. I don't But this is, but that's a sexual, that's a sex offenders list, and literally, you could have been put on that list for just, like, urinating in public, so. True. I try not to, like. Thank you, horrible bosses, for teaching me that. Yeah. Where the fuck did I learn that? Oh, I learned that actually from the basement yard. <laughs> Go, Joey. Yeah. So, yeah, it says, gone are the days of such a word like pedophile being used to describe such people, where instead of a newly designed and carefully crafted euphemistic expression Mm-mm. designed to cover the depravity of such an illicit attraction and the negative stigma to boot. Negative stigma is a reason. Like, there's a reason why. <laughs> I just hated how people were like, this is just like an attraction. It doesn't mean I was like, no, it's not supposed to be a thing. No, this is also like it kind of goes into that. um, 
So within the BDSM community, there's like the whole Balenciaga thing. Girl, that's a whole other oh, yeah. fucking mess. <laughs> that that whole thing. Oh my god, no, that's not where I was going. Oh, but that's okay. a whole other mess. But um, no, within the BDSM umbrella, there's like you know the the women I see usually women who act like babies mm. with their doms. Oh, I've seen the reverse. Men who want to be babies and that woman is the dom. I've only ever seen like women that dress like in the onesies, have the binkies, sometimes even wear diapers. Right. And because it falls under like a role play and it falls under the BDSM community, like that whole umbrella term, people think that what that means is like the doms like to have sex with children or women who dress like children when it's not at all. So there's actually no sexual acts happening while the submissive is in her. I'm so sorry because I don't know the terminology, but while she's in her like baby get up form, I guess, I don't know, like in that state of mind, what she's looking for more is care and nurturing. Mm. And that's what they provide. Sexual play does not go into this at all. That makes sense. So, but people think that, oh, doms that are like that, it's because they're pedophiles. And so it's like this huge, really bad connotation for those who don't know any better. Um, But learning that I thought was very interesting. But then they, but then this is what I'm talking about is like pedophiles are out there trying to be like, oh, well, it's just like the, the queer community. Like, it's just a preference. Are you fucking disgustingly so sick that you think? That you're going to manipulate people into thinking like, oh, I'm not a pedophile. I just like, you know, 11-year-olds. Sir, that's a pedophile. That's my preference. Well, your preference is fucked. Because my mental state is like an 11-year-old. And yet, you're 35 and hold a full-time job. No. And have children of your own. No. Shut the fuck up. Nope. (laughs) Hung. Quartered. Quartered? Quartered. Quartered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That one. <laughs> Corded is what, like, yeah, a man courting yep. a woman. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what they're doing. Ugh, just, I'm so sorry to start there, but it was just bugging me. It was bugging the fuck out of me. So I was like, I gotta get this out. I'm glad you... I forgot that was... Yeah, I forgot all about that. Um, Thank you for that lovely start of the episode. Sorry. Um, all right. Where are we beginning? We're beginning with the English. On Prime. On Amazon Prime. It is a lovely product of BBC... So you know it's bound to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, the queen herself of acting. I, I don't know. I think she's really good. Emily, uh, she's Emily Blunt. She's fucking wonderful. Ever since the Devil Wears Prada, I've loved her. Seriously, I've yeah. loved her. Yeah. Um, she plays Lady Cornelia Locke. Um, and it, this takes place in. 1890. Yeah, so it's like Wild Wild West is a thing. I didn't know that it was a southern. Like I remember hearing about it, and I got I put her and then um the other dude together. I I wasn't sure. I don't know why I didn't think it was a western. They have cowboy hats and horses. I know, but for whatever reason, I didn't think western. <laughs> They're primarily in Wyoming. Yeah. So it's a lot of prairie land, a lot of open land, but also there's the racial tensions between. Shh, you're being nice. <laughs> well, yeah, for now. Native Americans and, um, well, the colonizers. So I'm going to call them the Americans, but... Colonizers. Colonizers. There we go. Um, but we have Miss Lady Quinn... What? So, what? Because I also saw the first, like, three yeah. episodes of this, right? And all I keep thinking to myself is, like, 
America is so empty. How yeah. did we get here? The population of Wyoming in 1890. You want to take a gander as to what it was? Five. That's what I said before. <laughs> 60,705. That's like nothing. No. Because when all I keep thinking about is that hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alone. I'm like, no other where bodies. is everything else? Yep. There's nothing here. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the whole thing, like, I was like that meme with the lady in the math. Yeah. <laughs> like, if we've been here for billions of years, but the earth only started populating with like 60,000 people. S- 60. I think of like, <laughs> think of like, like Fenway or something. How many seats are, how many seats are in Fenway? I don't know, actually. I'm sorry to cut you off. Like, I know no, you're I'm fine. Like, because I'm, I'm intrigued. It's, it's. I don't think. I it's, need to like. I need to. I need to visualize what sixty thousand people looks like. I don't like. think it. I think it's less than sixty that can fit in Fenway. Okay, so in the largest stadium, stadium in the world, which is, um, Rungrado First of May Stadium. I don't know what that is. A hundred and fifty spec. A hundred and fifty thousand spectators. Can Let's, you look up Gillette? I, I was just going to say that. What's the name of Because Gillette, I think, is bigger than Fenway, <clears> right? Because <throat> it has more levels. And it goes 65,000 seats. So you literally could fit the entire population of Wyoming back in 1890 in Gillette Stadium and still have room for 5,000 more. Wow. That is fucking... So, yeah. I can't even... <laughs> so no wonder there was no law and order, you know? Oh, yeah, they're over here just fucking killing people and walking away. Yep. I'm like, what is this? They make money off of scalping Indians. Like, it's it's that type of, oh, if y'all if y'all are intrigued by this, like, era, you're going to read Cormac McCarthy's The Blood Meridian. It's all about this. Like, the scalping, the tensions, the... Um, the whole, like, that, taking over. Yeah, but, like, that whole thing, and it's... It's literally every man for himself. So I've I've decided that the native language and accent to the United States is those of Native American, like the Native American take on English. So do you know how, what's his name? Chaskay? So Chaskay Spencer is the actor who plays Sergeant Eli Whip, also known as Wounded Wolf. So the way that he speaks? Yeah. That's our native tongue. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what anybody says anymore. Well, no, I know, but the British yeah, fucked everything up. Yeah. Um, Douchebags. <laughs> Colonizers. So, and I forget, because it was a little confusing at first, like in the first episode, how it was trying to explain how um, Eli is like, he was in the military in, what was it, the Civil War? I think so. And so he technically fought with colonizers. Yes. But, so they didn't, necessarily treat him at i mean they still treated him like dirt basically he he didn't fit anywhere no and he didn't fit in with his people because you're a traitor you're a traitor you, you killed your own kind exactly yeah so he's kind of a lone wolf hence yeah. wounded wolf probably but this man is a man of few words and i fucking love it but everything that comes out of his mouth is like profound yes yeah. yes yeah and the whole reason that Lady Cornelia Law comes from England in the first place is because someone killed her son and she knows that he's in America mm-hmm. or whatever they call it back then. The colony. Did she like whatever. get lost on the way here? Is that why they were yep. making fun of her? Yeah. Because <laughs> she was like wanting to be an A and she was way the fuck over at L. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they cross paths and they're off 
trying to like she's find very her own way. she's very sympathetic because when she meets Eli, he's like tied up and been beaten, and she offers the guy who did that to him money to release him, thinking that money would just solve, solve all her yeah. issues. Hate to say this, but it's a typical privilege thing yep. to think that your pretty eyes and your bag of money are going to get you whatever it is that you want. Yeah. Except that this is 1890 and colonizer era and you're a woman. Yeah. So, so the, you're the, not going to do well. <laughs> so I feel like the slogan for me, the English, racism and females still treated the same in 2022. Yep. Basically. Which is garbage. But that's the first thing I realized when I was watching this. I was like, I wow, was like, the racism, it hasn't changed. Wow, the way we treat women, it hasn't changed. Yeah, which is, that's like a whole other dissertation. But oh, God, yeah. It's, I I don't want to, I, I don't know much because I've only gone a few episodes in. I think so, I only saw like three or four episodes. So, but I, I will say the story is great. The actors are phenomenal. The cinematography is beautiful. Oh, my God. The fucking, mute like. It was just all a complete package. Do you know what I enjoy is it's the pace. Yeah. While slow. Yo, yeah. that shit's burning. Yeah. That shit is burning. Every episode starts off slow mm-hmm. and it gradually increases to its climax. It's literally just edging you the whole way. Yeah. Which I love, though. I did, too. I didn't think. I thought I was going to hate this because I don't too. do Westerns. Um, And I actually started watching it because I think you sent me the post. It was Emily Blunt's character. Yeah. Talking to a woman who had no eyelids. Yes. And I'm like, where is this coming? I just met her. Did you? Oh. I did. Yes. Say no more. That's what it was. I was like, bitch, how do you hydrate them balls? <laughs> like, how? <laughs> how do you keep up? Nanscaped, where you at? <laughs> oh my God. I was just like, oh. So when when we meet her, right, she's like, so there's this there's this part where, um, what's her name? In the show? Emily Bunt's name? Uh, Cornelia. So when Cornelia and Eli split. Yeah. Right? And that lady, no lids, is up on a cliff on horseback with her two sons. And she is clearly the leader of the three of them. Everybody out in Westerns runs in a pack of threes. Mm. Have you noticed that? Mm. In a pack of threes. Yep. It's dangerous. You can trust no one. This is no man's land. There's always land. a leader, though. Yes. But, like, every person that you encounter is, it's like the walking dead before the walking dead was a thing. Like, you just can't trust anybody, right? So, she's, like, trying to decide whether or not it's worth killing and stealing from this woman. So, she's, like, you know, um, trying to, like, appraise basically, like, oh, how much are the saddles, the wagon, how much could she get for the horses? And then it came out to, like, $500, and she's, like, it's not worth my time. You guys want to go ahead and rape her? Be my guest. I'm going to go. Oh, God. I wish I could remember the word that she used. (laughs) But I know it had to do with her vagina. Basically, she's like, I'll get myself off another way. Oh, my God. Yes. But she was, like, condoning raping this woman to her sons. Like, you guys want to go ahead and fill her up? That's fine. Well, Wes. I was like, Yeah, icky. But also... I don't know if y'all have ever seen the movie um, A Thousand Ways to Die in the West with Seth MacFarlane mm-hmm. and Charlize Theron. Hilarious. I don't know why I like it. Um, but Sarah Silverman, Liam Neeson. It's a... Sarah Silverman? Yeah. It's actually... It's uh, it's pretty good if you like Seth MacFarlane. But anyway, it's literally like how anything in the West at that time will fucking kill you. 
Like, even doctor yeah. practices will kill you. Everybody's oh, out to kill you. That was another thing. I didn't know that medicine was that far in it. Like, they had a whole microscope and looking at, like, slides and stuff and cells. You must have not gone that far then. I guess not. Yeah. She was, at one point, she's, like, looking in under, like, into a microscope. Yeah. And there was a doctor with her. Yeah. Explaining, um... There was, like, a sickness going around, but he had, like, cells under a microscope, and she was looking at it. I was like, I had no idea. Yeah, but they also thought, that like, blowing sm- actual smoke up your ass would treat you of well, I mean, I'm flatulence. Sh- hey, listen, um, I've got three pots of Vicks right there. Those things will save my life. Yeah? Yeah. So. I guess there's truth to it. Exactly. So, anyway, the English is very good. I'm definitely keeping up with it. I yeah. just haven't done so, because... <laughs> The cinematography is beautiful. It is. It's so pretty. Emily um, Blunt's pretty. It's uh, so <sighs> gorgeous. I don't know he how he is she- too though. Oh, oh, for sure. I'm like so wanting them. To- oh. I'm like shipping them. Yep. Shipping. I haven't. I haven't shipped anybody in a while. I'm shipping them. Yeah. Oh, oh I want hard. them together. Hard. I yeah. want them together. All right. On the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> Tell me about Miss Ali Wong. Ali Wong, Don Wong. So, have you seen any of her stand up? Uh, I actually I saw clips of that the one you watched. The new oh, one. the one I watched. Yeah. So, the very first two that I ever saw her in, she was pregnant in both. Yep. She is. She has some fashion sense. I'll say that. That like pantsuit she was wearing <laughs> was fire. What pantsuit? Was that what she was wearing? No. Oh. She's always wearing a dress up there <clears throat> and flats. Continue. My thing is, is how crass she is. Oh, yeah. She performed fellatio on the microphone up on stage. Basically. Right? So she's basically saying how hard it is and how inconvenient it is for women to have sex. (laughs) Because it's a lot of performing on our end. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, we have to sit there and then we have to lie and tell you things like, oh, it's so big. It's the biggest one I've ever had. I'm choking. And it's like not even yeah. reaching. So <laughs> um, uh, it's, I'm very picky with my comedy. Oh, yeah, for sure. So Eliza, Daniel, and Allie are probably like my top three right now. And maybe that's really basic. Maybe I just haven't, I don't know good comedy when I see no, it. No, she's great. But I enjoyed her so much. Yeah. Yes. Um, I forget. Were you doing belly laughs? I. Did you laugh face out loud? I, out loud. Did you? 100%, did you LOL? 100%. Yes. And it was me and Javi. Like he kind of like tuned in halfway through and started watching with me. So um, during the pregnancy ones, obviously it was like about her life as a pregnant woman and a comedian and, you know, being a working person and in a marriage and all that stuff. So her whole thing, right, from the beginning has been that she's always wanted to just stay home and do nothing. Mm -hmm. And she's like, feminists got it wrong. Like, we could have had the life. We could have been at home doing nothing. And then you went and woke them up to them knowing that we could do it all. So, like, empowering us. But, bitch, why'd you have to go and say anything? You're ruining it for the rest (laughs) of us. So her whole thing was, right, she's like, when I met my husband, he was in Harvard. I thought my life was going to be set the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Right? So now, uh, I think in the second, in the first or second stand-up of hers, she talked about how, like, her becoming a comedian, she's like, I paid off, he's like, he trapped, she's like, he trapped me, because she paid off his entire Harvard bill. Which is not small. No. 
So now she talks about like with her because she did a movie on Netflix. Mm. So her fame has upped and she goes, there's nothing I want more than to cheat on my husband. <laughs> hey, she's honest about it. Yeah. And so she talks about like loving to get splooged in the face and how she wants the whole Avengers cast to splooge her in the face because she's Same. met them all. Same. But she can't do shit because yep. she's married. Right. So she basically shits on her husband the whole time. I love that. Talking about how she wants, there's nothing more that she wants than to have an affair. Talking about Michael B. Jordan. Talking about Aquaman. Ta- Yo, she just goes and rattles him up. But Yo, then Michael wraps B. it Jordan. up. She wraps it up basically saying that her husband has a great sense of humor. and I would hope so if he has to be married to her. Yeah. and so or I should say he gets to be married to her. What she said that stood out to me was she's like, my husband lets me be myself 100%. Me, myself, 100% of the time. Yep. And so, like, the fact that she's the breadwinner... And she's like, I really thought that I was doing something with this Harvard graduate. And he's the one that came out winning. <laughs> yeah, he did. I was dying. No, it was so good, though. She... There was a clip that I... Can I play this? You know what? I'm going to play it. <laughs> she, um, she's like... Some comedians, you could tell they're putting on a performance. But I feel like with her, she's always like... So... So real. She's definitely up there acting because... um. She, it's, like, in the way that she walks and she talks. And the second that she's done, she, like, relaxes and shit. Yeah. But I don't think I'm going to find this, to be quite honest. Does it not? Can you not search her name? I was just going to. Watch her have something, like, completely different. Yeah, that suit. Oh. No, it's not a pantsuit, babe. Oh, it is a dress. I don't know why yeah. I thought it was a fucking pantsuit. No. She is just... <laughs> and holding your happiness and self-esteem so i remember the very first time i heard she her speaks facts it was this clip that i saw of her right she goes i just love the look on a man's face when you like on the low slip a finger into his ass and watch him question whether he likes, likes it or, it or not, not. And she's like, I love that power. And I was just like, this bitch is correct. I'll never try it. But I can I see what she there. gets off of me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but. You better give me two weeks notice. Yeah, for real. You gotta give me time shopping for three Yep. And then you're gonna shave everything. Last 10 years. So all my underwear looks like it's been snacked on by rats. <laughs> I just yeah. love her. I just love She's her. She's so relatable. I love I it. I just love her. So it's great. It's on Netflix. All three of them are up there. I love it. It was fucking wonderful. Netflix comedy is gold. Along with their documentaries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of documentaries, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bro, don't even <laughs> fuck with me like that based on true facts. What? So... Old news by now, but yo, I love a good smile. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I saw the first scene of that and I said, absolutely not. What do you mean? Uh-uh. How? Like, I understand that it's movie magic, Manda. <laughs> but she was so still. Yeah. 
I don't. I'm getting chills. I can't. Oh, are you too? Love it. Oh, I can't. She was so still. Another fear unlocked. Old people running, children, and now very still human beings. I cannot. All right. So obviously we're talking about the movie Smile, which is on Paramount Plus right now. I think so, yeah. Um, And fucking Kevin Bacon's daughter is our main character. Yeah. So she was in um, 13 Reasons Why. Which I didn't know, but I also should have looked at her and be like, that's Kira Sedgwick and Kevin Bacon's daughter. <laughs> I mean, she you probably look at her and be like, oh, there's familiarity there, yeah. but I don't know where to pin it. Um, we also have um, A-Train himself, Jesse T. Usher. Oh, I know. Kyle Gallner, which we've seen. That guy, the cop, ex-cop. Oh, I mean, the ex He was cop. in... Um... Oh, yeah. He oh, was yeah. in an exorcism. No. Uh, the Haunting in Connecticut. Yes, he was. Also, Mr. Cal Penn coming oh. up as a doctor. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you not see this? I think you watched it. Girl, no. I told you I was done after that first scene. I stopped. Because then I was talking to Christian at work and Diane came up behind me and scared me and I fell to my knees and I was like, I can't continue on. Wow. I can't. Oh, I thought you were joking. No, I can't. Um, so, <laughs> let me tell you a thing or two. Um, Is there for- a huge spoiler? Uh, I just won't say the ending. Okay. Because um, it's it's not a secret. The trailer kind of, like, gives you the overview. Yeah. But my dad actually watched this first. And he liked it. So I was like, oh, shit, that means it's really good. So I watched it. And... It's it's a doctor, Dr. Rose Cotter. She's a psychiatrist, and um, she works in a hospital in the psych ward. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? In the psych unit. Psych unit, thank you. Um, and she has uh, had a patient who came in, and like very young, no history of mental illness whatsoever, but she was obviously scared of something. And she was she was describing to doc, uh, to Rose that like she keeps seeing this thing smiling at her. And... It's been going on for a few days. Obviously, the paranoia is huge. She doesn't sleep. I'm freaking out. So, and then, I know, yeah. The blind is open. I have to close it because I'm freaking out right now. Are you serious? I have to close it because I'm freaking out. Your mom's not going to pop in again, is she? That's what I'm afraid of. So, so basically what happens is that her patient ends up, like, almost, like, getting, I don't want to say get possessed, but it's like she's like on the ground and she's gasping and then she all of a sudden goes still. Yeah. And she gets up and she's just smiling at Dr. Uh. At, the, at Rose, right? And she takes a broken shard of a pot and slices her neck. And she obviously dies. And no, whoa. Sorry. Um, Gross. So obviously that's a traumatic event. And so she goes home to her husband, Trevor, who's played by Jesse Usher. And um, they are rich to the nines. Like, Can I interject here? Yeah. How do you see something like that happening in front of you and you are that calm? Oh, I know. She was mad calm. It's like, I... Well, I mean, she must see it all. I have... Yeah, you uh, see this. I feel like we should just not talk about this. Well, I mean, I'll make it quick. No, I mean, obviously talk about it, but yeah. I just feel like I'm bringing something bad on here because the goosebumps, it's its truly terrifying. I don't know what it is about it. It's just unnerving. 
And I will also tell you something that I thought added to that unnerving factor was the music. The sound effects were very like almost like in The Shining. You know how it was like that weird music, like 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 that did it like a crawling oh, type God. sound. Mila, do you, I don't need you to. <laughs> so that creeped me out to like, and that was throughout the whole movie, which I thought was really clever because it gave you that like this I is just, it right feeling. I just don't like so horror movies does this thing where. There's no transition for the camera. It's very like, yeah. it's on you. It's yeah. on me. It's mm-hmm. on you. It's on me. There's no like wide shot. It's, everything's a close up. And I'm just, that's what gets me to do this. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's it's coming. Yeah. And then it's like, the closet door opens and I'm like, ah! yeah. and it's just the fucking closet door. Yeah. that That's like why horror movies are fun. Um, so basically what happens is, Excuse me, there's this, like, benevolent being, right? You don't really see it in the beginning. Um, but what it does is it, it like, hops from host to host. And like it follows. Yeah. Yes. But in this case, when when one person who is infected, I say infected, but you know what I mean, like, possessed, whatever, of this thing, and it Haunted. kills itself, it has to have a witness. Because then it bounces to the witness. Oh, I don't like... And it takes, I... it takes, like, four to seven days for it to, like, fully consume you. <laughs> and you and it only kills you like you only kill it the 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 host will kill itself only when there's a witness to witness it right and that's how it like passes it along so rose has a ex-boyfriend who's also a cop and joel and he helps her kind of like well okay your patient was a witness to this suicide and then that person was a witness to that suicide so it was like a do- connecting the dots it was a chain right and so they were trying to figure this all out. Meanwhile, she's um, she's seeing, she's hearing, like, she had witnessed her mom OD when she was a kid. So she keeps hearing her mom. Yeah, I know. She had a very traumatic She past. has nightmares. And it's basically, like, this thing is consuming her, like, her day-to-day. Like, she's not sleeping. Her husband's like, yo, what the fuck? Um, and I will tell you, this is not a spoiler, but this is really where I was like, oh, shit, this is going down is she was obviously, like, very unnerved. Like, you could see she was just, like, full of anxiety. Like I am right now. Well, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, She, first off, like I was saying when you were closing the blinds, they were, they're rich. They mm-hmm. live in a big-ass fucking house, and it's just the two of them. They don't have any kids. They have a cat. Cat goes missing. She goes to her sister's son's birthday, and he's, like, what, turning seven or something? And, um... She got him, like, this toy train, and he loves trains, and we're like, oh, he's opening his present, yay. Well, he opens up the box that no, his auntie gave no, him. No, no, I already know where you're going. <laughs> Stop right there. The fucking cat yeah. is in the goddamn box, yeah. and it's dead. Yeah. Oh, my God. And at the, it was at that point I was like, holy shit, what is happening? Amanda, you cannot. <laughs> so, again, I will not spoil the ending. I will say this movie was a wild ride. I enjoyed it. Um, little disappointed that IMDb gave it a six out of ten. I feel like it deserves at least a seven and a half. Um, and the only reason I say that is because I wish the ending was different, but it wasn't. Like Daniela saw it before me, and she hated the ending. My dad was like, "Yeah, it wasn't that great of an ending, but the build up to it was really great." So I just I can't. I get like this is up there for me with like the grudge. Like I can't do this. I can't do it. The anxiety of, because the only thing that sticks in my mind is the chick smiling before 
she slices her throat open. Yeah. And it's the unnerving of like how still she is, how something that's supposed to be pleasant pleasant is you fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Oh my god. You're making my throat hurt from laughing. Fuck off. That was fucked. I'm sorry. I just spit my water here. Oh god, I wanna cry. So it's like She's standing so still, and the fact that you take something pleasant and just defile it, mm-hmm. it just, it it creeped me out so fucking much <clears throat> that I was like, I can't, I can't yeah. watch this. It'll riddle me so, with anxiety. part of her, um, like, so after her patient had, like, killed herself, she kept seeing her. She kept hallucinating her, just, like, sitting in a chair at that birthday party. And that's where, like, her paranoia came in. And it was supposed to be, like, a, a stand-in for the entity. It wasn't, like, some creepy some creepy thing she had, she was seeing. So we don't know what it is. We don't know what right. it looks like. We see a different form of it later on in the movie, but it was still, like, not really its true form. I don't know. So I don't know if you guys remember It Follows, but it was basically, like... <laughs> It was it was the same type of thing where it was like an entity that had to be passed along yeah. by through sex. Yeah. Um and basically if you didn't pass it along, it would catch up to you and kill you and then work its way back. Yep. To the original host or whatever. Yep. So even if like I think at one point they tried to um like pass it off to like a hooker thinking like oh a hooker is just like out there fucking every day, mm-hmm. so they'll just be able to pass it along and along and along. Um, but it's, I, that was creepy. Yeah. That was creepy because it was literally a person following you at a slow pace and it looks normal, but they're literally beelining to you. Yep. Which is so fucking creepy. Yes. And it didn't matter. Old person, man, woman, child. Actually, that reminds me of, um, get out when the, when the man is running towards him. And he's just like straight running oh, at him. Oh, that's so scary. Yeah. yeah. And then right at the last second, he deviates. Yeah. All right, we can move on from this. But I will, I will for horror fanatics, definitely check it out. It's yeah. not, okay, it's not the greatest, but it's still good. It's, it's, it's entertaining. It's still fucking with me. And like, I, maybe you should watch it then no, and then you'll no, be fine. absolutely not. I, this will give me nightmares. You're welcome. This will, I literally will never smile again in my life. Stop smiling at me. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing it on purpose. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll all right, smile at all. So the we're going to wrap this up. Oh, shit. We're only half an hour in. We're going to wrap this up with Wednesday. <laughs> Have you seen I'm it? I'm so sad that I haven't started yet. Like I said, I was, I'm was i hip deep in a book right now that has captured me by the balls. So, yeah. And I want to give Wednesday its due. So yeah. no, I haven't started it, but I plan to. Now that I'm sick, hopefully I can actually like take the time and watch it. Okay. So... I have loved her since she first came on the scene. Fucking love her. I saw her in um that movie with the school shooting. Yeah, that's that m- the one. Oh, that's the one that you saw her. The fuck is the name of that? I forget. I'll look it up while you talk. So she does a fantastic job as Wednesday. Catherine Zeta Jones does a fantastic job as um, Morticia. Um, the only issue that I had here. Was the actor that played Gomez. I was just going to say that because that was my problem the whole time, too. Because Gomez... So my Gomez Gomez Adams is the one with Christina Ritchie as Wednesday. 
that guy, mm-hmm. super loud, charismatic, eccentric. The fallout. That's the fallout. Name, yeah, that that's him. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's how I've always pictured him. And the man who, the actor who plays Gomez in this in this series, I love him as an actor. I don't love him as Gomez because he's so like chill and laid back and nonchalant. Yep. And I'm just like, this is not Gomez. Yeah, he is very romantic. Oh, yeah, overly romantic. Everything he does is very grand and very loud and charismatic. And this just wasn't it. Yes, this just wasn't it for me. So That's what I said when I first saw the promo pics. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Uh uh-uh. I like Um, him, but not as Gomez. But the show, so good. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm so tired. Gwendolyn Christie fucking love her from Game of Thrones. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have played. I think it was... Um, actually, I'm not even going to try to take a stab at what the game was. But Lady Demetriscus, I know the character. I don't know what game. She would make an excellent... I knew when... Um, I don't know if you know who I'm talking about. I do. I've so obviously never liked There's a scene anything, in but. Wednesday where she's, because she's like the headmistress of the school. Yeah, she's a There's principal. a scene where she gets up from the desk and she leans in. But when she leans back, all I saw was a long ass dress and a big sun hat. And I was like, Lady Dimitriscus, oh my God, if there's ever a live action and they don't cast her, they failed. I won't watch it. Yep. So great. Okay. But I'm going to get to the heart of this. Also, can we mention Christina Ritchie is in this? Yes, she is. And people didn't know it was her. But we're going to talk about the main character. Okay. Jenna. You No. It's Thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Everybody's oh. like freaking out about Thing. Oh, my God. I've never been so emotionally attached to an appendage. Oh, really? I. Okay, you know what? That's dirty. <laughs> first of all. Oh, I'm sorry. A hand by itself. You've never thought dirty thoughts. I... N- Yes, you again. Ha- you right. You right. But this is like a dead hand. It don't matter. It works. Okay. What I'm saying is emotionally, yeah. not physically attracted to. Yeah, that's yeah. that's different. Yeah. Emo- it's only what. It How can do. does a hand emote? He did it somehow. He was the main character. He was our hero. He brought us all together. Is that why everybody loves him? I'm this close to getting a tattoo of thing. I'm not fucking with you. I'm not fucking with you. Shit goes down. Okay, that's all I'm saying. So, um, I will give you one spoiler, but honestly, I think it's a spoiler where like you can see it coming. So the girl that Wednesday rooms with is a werewolf mm-hmm. who's yet to wolf out. So like oh, puberty, oh, right? Yeah, so like yeah, she yeah, hasn't yeah. gotten her fucking period, basically. Yeah. Right? So every full moon, her classmates who are wolves, they go out and wolf out, and she's the only one that doesn't. Uh-huh. And um, her parents even tried to send her to a wolf conversion camp. I shit you not. <laughs> I shit you not. Which she was like, absolutely not. I'm not doing it. So at the peak of all of this, she gets very emotional and eventually wolfs out, mm-hmm. right? Now, it's something that you kind of like... Like, she's like, when you meet her, she's like, oh, I'm not a wolf yet. So you're like, oh, okay. So by the end of this, she's going to wolf out. Like, you can just put the pieces together. So spoiler, but not a spoiler. What is, what was, what, oh my God, what really got me was that her and Thing are like buddies. Wednesday or the friend? No, the friend and Thing are like buddies. Like, Thing very much becomes a part of the friend group. Oh, I love this. They're asking how he is. Where is he? 
thing came and told me this. He gave me your message. Like, he's very much at the center of this fucking friend group, okay? I love this. So, when she wolfs out, he's there. And he sees the whole thing go down. And when she turns back... He sees. Yes. When she turns back, she's, like, on the floor. And all you see is his hand touching hers. Like, it's okay, I'm here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is so sweet. I I tell you, I cried. (laughs) You're emoting over a fucking dead hand. He's so wonderful. And you know what? It makes all sense because he's great. He's so wonderful. I love this. She gives him manicures. She gives him manicures. And at one point, like, he gets mad at Wednesday. She's like, what do you want? A new manicure set? And he's just like, bitch. The actor who did this was actually, like, so the whole show was shot in Romania, and the actor is a magician from Romania himself. So it came in handy, you know, the sleight of hands. And let me tell you, he was in a blue suit the whole time. Mm. And they had him on, like, these, like, little dolly type of things whenever he was, like, running. Yeah. So the only thing, so obviously the makeup, the stitches, and they built, like, the wrist part so he didn't look, like, here. So it was, like, It was taller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was totally, like, a man in a suit the whole fucking time. I love this. It wasn't CGI'd unless it was something, like, crazy. Yeah. Because even there's a part where, like, they have, like, this rally and they have to get on boats. And it's, obviously, it takes place, like, on a lake or something or pond or whatever it is. And Wednesday's team needs help and they use Thing. And Thing is, like, in the water swimming, taking out the enemies, like, punching people. Yes! That's why I'm saying, like, he is at the core of all of this. I love this. So Wednesday gets a phone by the end of the series, or the season, and she's just kind of like, that's not her thing. Thing comes out of her bag and just like, ta-ta. Yes, I know. I don't care. I'm loving all of this. Like, I knew it was going to be great, but I don't know how great. They give you, um, was Lurch ever... So, I think he had a vision in this series. Did, was that a thing that he did? A vision? Yeah. No, he was just kind of, he just mumbled and grumbled. And I wonder. So, this is what I'm putting together. I I have a feeling that he had, like, either some kind of vision or he's able to transport himself into other people's minds or something like that. I don't think he ever had that. So, also, um... The normies, which would be us, are very well aware of, like, werewolves and vampires and sirens and gorgons and all that stuff. I don't know if that was ever a thing. Because I thought that the Adams family was just a weird family in a community of normal people. But here, there's very much a supernatural element. Mm -hmm. Also, what is the nationality of the Adams? Corpses. (laughs) They have a nationality. Is it um, Hispanic? They are Mexican. Well, that well, I just assumed that from the cast. From this cast. Uh, what no. from... Gomez was the only person... Oh, you're right, yeah. Oh, yeah, because Angelica Houston wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Christina Ritchie? Yep. She literally has, like, Mexican ancestors walking her through all the ups and downs or whatever, right? They I love very that. much They very much that. speak Spanish. I love that even more. Yeah. So I'm also wondering, I wonder if Lurch is somehow related to Morticia. Okay. I don't think that he was always just an inmate that had escaped. Oh, okay. So then Uncle Fester makes an appearance. Mm -hmm. 
that totally tracked. Um, Wednesday has visions the way that Morticia does. That's new. That's what I'm saying. Like, did we know these things? Was this ever a part? Like, I never saw the animated series or the TV shows or anything like the original stuff. I didn't see the original originals, but I've seen the newer movies, the cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, was this always there or is this like all new? I think that's all new. So, um, probably to give it like an extra something, something. They gave Thing a backstory. Really? So he's a family member who was dismembered, and the only piece they ever found of him was his hand. I love that. I was like, wait, did Thing ever have a backstory? Because I don't know why I thought that in a house full of creepy weirdos, it would be normal to have a pet hand. He's not a pet. He's a member of the family. He really is, though. Because let me tell you something. So they sent Thing undercover, Morticia and Gomez, to keep an eye on Wednesday. And she was like, I've known that you've been here this whole time. So you're going to abide by my rules or you're going to lose fingers. So when Parents Day came around, Morticia and um, Gomez were like talking to Wednesday. and And she's like, I know that you sent Thing. And all of a sudden, Gomez goes, is he intact? Is he safe? Oh. Yeah, like they really give a shit. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Like this, I'm telling you, it's not Wednesday. She's not the main character here. It's thing. <laughs> it's, I gotta watch this now. It's so good. It's Jenna so looks good. great. Her yes. whole vibe, I just want it. That whole dance scene, <laughs> which I've seen a million times. Thank she you, TikTok. Did off the top of her head. While she had COVID. Enough. So she did research like a lot of like old dances. And she even snuck in the original Wednesday's little shuffle. The little shuffle that she does. It's in there. It's in there. But she researched a lot. But it's like, she's like, it was almost like one take. It was pretty. She's like, and I was so insecure about it. And And it's like, great. And now it's known as iconic. It's like the dance of the goths at this point. She was great. I know it's I like so. the way I dance when Ice Nine Kills comes on. It goes with every song, though. I'm like, how does this work? This is magic. How does it work with Rick Astley? Right, listen. Oh. I don't know. A lot of people are using Lady Gaga's Bloody Mary for it. Oh, okay. So I just like <clears throat> this is I. It makes me congratulations happy. Netflix on another win. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> Tim Burton's a genius. Fucking no. I'm so glad they brought Richie back in some capacity. Yeah. Because she was just so great. Yeah. She was like a herbology teacher. No, I'm sorry. Her. So she's actually a normie who never fit in with the normies. So she started, she went to this school to teach about um, carnivorous plants. Oh, that tracks. Yep. Which the fact that there's even a category for carnivorous plants. Mm Mm-hmm. Me happy. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for this week. Go watch everything. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wednesday, for sure. Ali Wong, stand up the English. I'm not going to condone watching Smile. Sorry. That's I will condone it. That's <laughs> fucking creepy as fuck. You're welcome. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.